Today's show is being brought to you by Cause Marketing Forum and SelfishGiving.com. And we want to thank our sponsor, 1BillionShirts.org. Custom t-shirts that help others. Print with them, and 25 cents from every t-shirt benefits a good cause. And remember, you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Leave us a comment at either one of those platforms, and we'll send you a Cause Talk Radio t-shirt. Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And I am, I have the harried Thanksgiving shopper and giver and baker and cooker on the line, Megan Strand. <laughs> that would be funny if it were true. That's right. That's happy right. But, happy yeah. Thanksgiving week. We are yeah, excited because... this week because we have two people yeah. on the line that probably have no idea really yeah, what, yeah. We're, what, we're up, is, what we're up for this know, week. You know, the, the, we, we have two Brits on the line and, you know, these guys, tomorrow's just another day of fish and chips. You know, nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing special. <laughs> Let me introduce you we two. We have, we have Tony Smith and we have Vince Owen from Mobile. How are you guys doing today? Fine. Really good. Really, really well. We just... <laughs> Just wish we knew more about Thanksgiving. We do that <laughs> it's, badly. It's the awesome. You know what's you know what's so awesome about Thanksgiving, guys? It's the best meal of the year, followed by the best nap of the year. Oh, uh, oh, there we go. Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that sound so Remember good? We look, we look forward to the invitation next year. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know what we'll do? Megan is actually in the process of buying a new palatial house, and we can all go there for Thanksgiving next year. <laughs> you are all welcome time? at any time, anytime. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> hey guys, we want to thank you though for joining us on the show today, and you know we're really interested in talking to you guys because Megan and I are both interested in international cause marketing and what people are doing out uh, outside the United States. And Mobile is doing something—a charity program called. Kreitzerback, and I don't even know if I'm saying that right, guys. But could you tell us no, more you, about what you folks are doing? Well, it, if I if I get the ball rolling, you know, I've been an international traveler all my adult life, and I've been interested in international communications, and that's why I started Mobile Communications way back in 1996. And you know, we were providing just simple solutions for U.S. U.S international travelers, world phone, which worked over in over 200 countries, internet connectivity. We've got a you know, U.S. database of 247,000 international travelers, and, and how it relates to the Krishavak project is that we give 90% of our profits to the Krishavak project. That's amazing. So that's... That's what we do. So that's yeah. what we do. That's who right. we are, and that's what we do. So tell so me Vince something, guys. When you, when you were developing this company back in the late 90s, what was the challenge for the international traveler that still exists today? Bill, I suppose, you know, just it's much more exposed today, and that's something called bill shock. Mm-hmm. When people are <laughs> is that like I mean, when you is that when your wife goes shopping and she brings a credit card with her? <laughs> <laughs> It's something similar. It could even be worse. <laughs> it, could believe. it could be worse, and it's hard to believe. And we'll talk, talk about that a bit later on, you know, about yeah. something that's where... But, but there was an inherent incompatibility with the U.S. phones with the, those of the rest of the world. A particular yeah. kind of technology, CDMA, was prevalent in the U.S., and the rest of the world was using something else, GSM. So it was difficult for U.S. travelers to go international with their handset. 
And what Mobile did was to provide a simple solution that worked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you did you two start out with? Uh, did your company start out giving money away, or did you evolve that over times? Um, we didn't. You know, it it happened uh, relatively recently because mm. we've been going all the time. It was just a, you know, it was just a company. It was just a company that was aiming mm -hmm. to give a good service and make profits. But it wasn't mm -hmm. the idea of actually giving it giving all the profits away um, has developed much more recently. Mm -hmm. And how, how did you decide that 90% was going to be the number that is just a, an astronomical figure compared to what we're accustomed to seeing, at least in the United States? Yeah. Well, you won't believe it, but actually it's sometimes it's more than that. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. So, so uh, everyone it, who works for your company and, and everyone involved in it, they must be filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> or, or should I add, crazy? <laughs> crazy is the best. Is the best is description, isn't it? You know, it, it's not so much a team as a collection, a collection of, of good people and. Uh, I think a lot of people do think it's a crazy notion, giving away 90% of the profits. Tony's had some success over the years, and now he's sharing it with those who've been a bit less successful. One of the great things, though, is because it started out as a straight business, there's a real dignity in a straight transaction. You know, you pay for something, you get a good product at a fair price, yep. nobody owes anyone anything. It's different from a donation. And cause marketing fits somewhere in between those two, you know. But this particular approach, you know, we're really happy that tra American travelers get the, a really good phone that works when it's supposed to, and they're getting a great product at a reasonable price. And the charity bit is, is it's an aside, and it means we don't have to sell need in yep. the charity. You know, we right. don't have to parade. Fly-ridden, pot-bellied children. And, yeah, that's and, right. And horrible. In your yeah. case, the, the better the you know the better the company does, the better the charity does. The two are intertwined. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So tell us Sorry. about your work in Africa. What what are you folks focusing on with your program there? Okay, well, um, we started working in Malawi in 2006. I'd been Where the Okay, so um, you know it's 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 southern eastern Africa, so it's surrounded by Mozambique to the east and the south, the Zambia and Zimbabwe over okay. to the west, Tanzania to the north. If you imagine South Africa and and come up and to the right a little bit, and that's Malawi. So you're sub-Saharan Africa. You know it's none of the kind of Northern Africa, where a lot of people might go on holiday, Tunisia, Egypt, this mm -hmm. sort of thing. Proper, it's proper uh, sub-Saharan Africa, and it's actually ranked one of the fifth poorest countries, one of, one of the five poorest countries in the world. If you look at the human development indices and all of the measures, Malawi's been in the bottom 20, sort of forever. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not a, it's not a well-off place. In 2006. Uh, by that time, Tony had already built, uh, put a cross on a mountain and built a mm -hmm. church and a primary school and uh, with his own cash. And from 2007, he, the mobile profits have helped us 
to put in place the Beehive Center for Social Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Now this is really difficult because we've actually created a whole range of enterprises in Malawi which next year we're going to be turning over about one and a half million dollars uh, mm -hmm. income in Malawi. So we've created business. Now this this is why the Krishivak Project charity is different. Mm -hmm. We're doing charity through doing business. We're renting out diggers, renting out computers, and we're using those to fund the care of orphan and vulnerable children. Mm -hmm. So it's a different model. It's 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 uh, it's creating a sustainable model for the future. We so don't have to what you what you we two are doing though, what, and what the company is doing is, you started off with a for-profit business. You take the profits from that business, you drive it yeah. back into this region of the world to create more businesses from which the profits go back to the community. That's Absolutely. Right. That's, yeah, and and it changes the center of decision making. You know the mm -hmm. power more closely related it, where, where where the problems are. We're much more closely entwined with the community. And guess what? You know, the process of giving is a donation multiplication. So you get a you get a dollar in the UK and you send it to Malawi in the form of a digger, a computer or something as an asset. Mm -hmm. And it's it's multiplied. You get five dollars, you get ten dollars from that one dollar and you get jobs and you get a yep. whole bunch of other things. So, right. so this year we've invested heavily in machinery, you know, diggers, excavators, with a company called JCB in the UK. It's a big plant manufacturing business. So we've created a rental business in Malawi, and uh, and that that is is the the money maker for the development work happening mm -hmm. there. So it's the whole economy around the business of giving. So with mobile, do your consumers know that 90% of this money is going to Krujevac? Are they aware of that, or is this more of a behind-the-scenes arrangement? It's always, Megan, it's always been behind the scenes until mm. I, think I was persuaded by the staff at work when they really got the hang of what was going on that I had to go live and be transparent mm. right. about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's such a great story. I mean, and, you know, one of the things that we know, too, is, you know, uh, is something that we talk about all the time, too, guys, is like, you know, how much cause market, how important cause marketing is to consumers and how they support good companies that are giving back. And you folks are a great example of that. It's interesting. You know, some companies have a, a, a sort of a Band-Aid approach to corporate social responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's almost covering up the ethical misdemeanors or whatever unpalatable mm -hmm. thing. Right. Yep. Yep. This, this is, this, for mobile, it, it's the reason for being. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's right through to the core of the business. 90% of the profits are going mm -hmm. to Malawi and, and more uh, very often. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun, different sort of way of working. Uh, mm -hmm. It's almost... It's almost like the fundraising department of a charity, but right. it, it doesn't. It doesn't wear it on its sleeve. There's not That's that right. dysfunctional compassion. Mm -hmm. So, so if, if you were persuaded by the staff to to start sharing this this message, have you started doing that? Are you in the process of doing that? Clearly, we found you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, well done for that. We we have, <laughs> and there's another. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, we. Um, 
we put things on the website. We're, we're, we're pretty new to this game, so it's only been a six-month uh, start. We got in touch with a great company called Blast PR, and they're mm-hmm. patient teachers. You know, we're just learning the lexicon of what's really needed, and we're just trying to learn American as well, and that's mm-hmm. uh, it. And and we're so we've got a range of things. There's links from related sites now going to mobile. So our charity site is helping with search engine optimization. We've mm-hmm. um, got a we've got a little bag that we had made in Malawi, thousands of little bags, and we we put one now in the package mm-hmm. that goes out with every. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and and there's a little card in it that says, look, don't just travel the world with mobile. You change it. You make it a better place. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Hey, so let me ask something of you two guys, because you guys have been at this for a long time, both as um, entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs. If you could do this, I guess if you could do this all over again, or if you started another business after this, would you bake the cause right into the business right from the beginning? Or would you take the time like you've done uh, over time to come up with a cause and commit yourself to a cause so that the business can become big enough to sustain itself? That's not the way it's happened. You know, I, I'm, I, I've changed. You know, I, yep. I, I've changed since I've been doing this. And yep. it's been... Um, it's been quite a, a big change in yep. in me. I'm a much happier person in doing what I'm doing when I was Good just making you. money. Yeah. And, but if, uh, you, if you were able, if 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 a if a uh, cosepreneur came up to you and said, "Hey, I, I want to do what you are doing. I want to start a business and I want to donate the profits, most of the profits, uh, to, to good causes," would you say, "Hey"? You need to you need to do that now, or you know what? You know what? I need to focus on the business in the beginning. It's a good question, but yeah. I think I'd leave it. I'd leave it until later, mm-hmm. because because you are going to make when you go into a when you go into an area like R where there's seventy five percent unemployment. Yep. You're you know and, and a different culture that we have to understand. We make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we 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 find our way. We don't you know we we find our way. To, forward through those mistakes and mm-hmm. we're now you know when we now have something like we have something i mean we may have we might have failed in what we were doing and you know so many people fail and it's so so different from this our model we don't know anybody who's doing what we're doing mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from somebody if mm-hmm. somebody else is doing it we don't know anybody in the world but it's what I have always wanted, I've always been interested in development. How do you take a very poor community and into an economically viable one? What do right. you do? Yeah. I can't yep. and what's needed. Yeah. And I mean, what's so good about what you guys are doing too, though, and Megan, I, I think you probably agree with me on this too, is like, they're so focused on having an impact, which is something that while we see mm-hmm. a lot of businesses in the States giving money to causes, they're not always focused on the impact in terms of what they're doing. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example and something we even talked about in last week's show, which is interesting. McDonald's here in the United States and in the U.K., they have a Ronald McDonald House, which you folks are probably familiar with. And it came yeah. out recently that McDonald's doesn't fully fund the Ronald McDonald House. As a matter of fact, they only fund 5 to 20 percent of that. So I think what we kind of sat back and looked at was is say, well, is this public relations 
or are you mm. really trying to have an impact and owning yeah. that impact with something like yeah. that? And I think what I like about what you guys are doing is, first of all, you've identified an area that you want to focus on, and you're being very thoughtful in terms of going in the community and not sending them things they don't need or don't want or things that won't help them. Yeah. yeah. And you want to find the right way of supporting them. Absolutely. Mm. And one, I mean, one of the key things has been, you know, I mean, the question before, do, you, do we do business or do we yeah. do good? Now, yeah. you, you can set out to do good, but if you set out to do business and do that well, you end up being able to do good. You know? Exactly. So, I think, yeah. I think one, of the, one of the difficulties with a lot of development organizations, because we could have just contracted another charity to do that side of things and reaped the cause-related benefit, we didn't do that. We yeah. set out to have an approach which embedded the entrepreneurial spirit mm -hmm. of the business mobile within right. the charitable endeavor. And yep. that's one of the differences. There's too many there's too many development professionals. I was one for a long time, you know. <laughs> and uh, and they're all kind of doing their masters and making a study of human suffering. But how many development professionals were there to develop America and mm -hmm. the UK? Any developed country yep. none, you know. It's a yep. false so, I mean, you, so you two are really taking the approach, too, like you're teaching people how to fish as opposed to just giving them a fish. And although there is a uh, place for giving people and feeding people, it's better in the long run to teach them to feed themselves. Joe, we're not just doing that. We're setting up a whole fishing rod rental business and a bait and tackle <laughs> shop. So you're being <laughs> Well, See, that's great, though. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit the more most... about that? Because that that is one of the biggest criticisms. Look, for example, at Tom's Shoes. They've come under a lot of fire for this buy one, give one model that they're just giving shoes away and essentially taking that social entrepreneurship away from the local companies. Well, now they're changing a lot of that. They're manufacturing things locally, all of this stuff. So how do you – I understand that you're going in there and, you, and you're setting up this great bait and tackle shop, which I love that metaphor. Thank you. But how are you ensuring that that the integrity of what you're doing is there when when you're not a native local organization yourself? How are you working with people locally to really get to the heart of what it is that they need and you should be focusing on? So it's kind of like Maybe. a do no harm policy, right? You know what I mean? You go into a community and you want to help, but you don't want to harm them anyways. I, do you feel confident that you're not harming people in any way? Do you know that's, that's a really interesting idea because you cannot go anywhere and do things without affecting them and being a part of the problem. I lived in Malawi for 10 years out of the last 22. We've had a process of sending volunteers to Malawi, and and we, we have embedded within what we do sufficient mechanisms to get voice and feedback. And, it, and, and Tony mentioned this idea that we, we make mistakes, and we course correct, and we allow that in our process. We don't come up with a big, fat, almighty plan and strategy for the next 15 years yeah. and measure ourselves against that because we might not be very good planners. Yeah. So we allow a huge amount of opportunism in what we're doing, and that enables through the independent funding mechanism of mobile. We're not uh, beholden to grant-giving operations. We don't have to sell ourselves back to donors who have given for those needy children who want to see something uh, back for their donation. You know, the state 
afraid of mobile's world phone is a wonderful different way of freeing up independent funding but we've 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 got a series of mechanisms as well as um our volunteer expert engineers and architects who go over and do certain sort of six month periods of time mm -hmm. we've, we've got a malawian board of directors and it's set up a number of organizations um with which all of all of which we are building. We we never we never arrive where we want to be. It's all it's work in progress. Yep. There's an inherent dissatisfaction and frustration with all of this. There has to be because mm -hmm. you know part of the problem is everybody's too happy to sit under a mango tree and smile, uh, but children are dying. You know, <laughs> too <laughs> too early and too many. So we want to change that, and we. So we retain some of our northern hemisphere dissatisfaction. We we kind of temper it with some local uh, acceptance of different things, but uh, we we kind of move on messily. Uh, but we move on, and together, you know, we created something that I think is quite special. I think, from my point of view, you know, Mac, I'm a, I, I must just mention that I've never known so much joy. I mean, the, you know, people so often have the wrong idea. Just a quick little story. We were we gave a party to the kids in this this school. These poor kids in the school. The party consisted of was tea with sugar in it and a big bread bun. When the girls received these bread buns, they got up and they started to dance. And this was before the before, before the time that this was before the time that Bin Bin Laden was trapped. And I suddenly realised that they were calling these. Buns, bin Ladens. I said, hey, I said, hey, why are you calling these buns bin Ladens? A great big smile like you can only get in Africa came right across her face. She said, sir, you can't find these anywhere in Malawi. <laughs> <laughs> and you come That's back and you think, you look at McDonald's and you look at what you've got, and I think, that's where I should be. That's what I should be. <laughs> right. That and it's, that's, you know, it's so great that you guys get to see the impact, though, and you know what I mean? And you're on uh, the ground, and, and you know, this joy. is what I'd love to see it's more business doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you there for two months every year, you know, yeah. and uh, making, making sure, prodding, nudging, you know, giving that same business coaching that he gives at Mit Mobile. Uh, a life, a lifelong experience of entrepreneurship, and and it's needed. That's that's what's needed more than more than anything. philanthropy. Money, money is yeah. not enough. You've got to coach yeah. business to success, and yeah. that's the great gift. There's probably a life cycle for entrepreneurs. You know, you you made a million, you've grown a business, you've made another one or two, and then what next? Well, mm. the what next? Hopefully, can be a sort of business in a box which we could help other entrepreneurs with if they wanted to come into Malawi and do their thing there and yep. uh, help with some real hands-on development, mm -hmm. you know, and get prepared to, for it to be a bit messy. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what we can do. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. the vision. Well, this, this has been so fantastic, Vince and Tony. We are really delighted to have learned a little bit more about mobile and all of the good work that you're doing in Malawi. If people would like to find out more about you or mobile or Krijevic, how could they do that? The best thing to do is to go to the mobile website. It's just www.mobile.com. And we've got our story. A little video that's 
the kit, um, there's bags being made, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. And please just buy it and travel. Come to me. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. We'll have to take you up on that invitation for sure. Joe, where can people find you if they would like to do so online? Well, in addition to finding me on my blog, SelfishGiving.com, you can find me on Twitter, at Joe Waters. And be sure to check out my Pinterest boards, uh, Pinterest.com uh, slash Joe Waters. And you'll see over 2,000 pins there of, and of, um, of cause marketing programs. And you'll see mobile there very soon, too, um, in the Causepreneur section. Uh, what about you, Megan? Where can we find you? Excellent. I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of the group at Mobile and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. We'll catch you next time. 